I love the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. It has all the intrigue and drama of a telenovela. It is just great reading. Favoritism, jealousy, a faked murder, enslavement, seduction, false imprisonment, rags to riches, unbelievable twists. It truly has it all. And if you don't remember the whole story, do yourself a favor and open up the Bible this afternoon and take some time to read it. You will be kept at the edge of your seat. This morning, we intersect in the story at the end of the high drama stuff. All that stuff has, is past, the betrayal, the attempted murder, and we're at the place where Joseph's brother, brothers, who had plotted his demise, finally got to see their long-lost brother again, and they don't recognize him at first. He had grown up a lot. His brothers had come to Egypt, hats in hand to beg for food and resources. They did not expect to see Joseph. They hoped that they were going to be able to save their families. Under any definition of fairness um, or justice, Joseph could have had them arrested right when he saw them. Under the, and under the definition of justice at the time, Joseph could have had them executed. They're bad guys. They'd done something really terrible to someone they were supposed to love and protect. But instead, Joseph showed them mercy. And in the most intense an unbelievable example of growth mindset thinking I've ever heard. He reframed what happened to him. He said, y'all meant what happened to me for evil, but God meant it for good. Not just for me, but for all of you, for future generations, for the whole world. Incredible that in that moment, he could re-articulate it in that way with eyes to see the grace and the possibility and the forgiveness. His, his brothers were in a terrible place. They faced certain death for themselves and their families if they did not get that help that Joseph was in the position to give, and they were at his mercy. He could have easily exacted vengeance. Instead, he chose to end the cycle of violence. It stopped with him. I think that it's fair to say that humans are pretty slow learners. Real slow. We prove this on a daily. Somehow, after generations of generations and generations of examples to the contrary, we still think that violence will bring about a peaceful future. We still repay unkindness with kindness. We still want revenge, and think that it will feel good. The prophet and civil rights leader, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., spoke straight into this lie. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. As we worship this morning uh, in this beautiful place, tensions continue to build on the border of Russia and the Ukraine. I heard about normal citizens, regular moms and dads who have been buying weapons and training in the woods in case they need to bear arms to protect their homes. It's 2022. The story of Joseph and his brothers is over 3,000 years ago. We are very slow learners. Truth be told, you can go back even farther than that. The very first family in our Judeo-Christian creation story has 
a murder in it. Remember Cain and Abel? The very first brothers. There has never been a time where humanity has not known escalating violence and retribution, and we have suffered from it for generations upon generations. How long will it take us to learn that it doesn't work? Jesus, in this morning's gospel, was still preaching from his Sermon on the Plain. He went from that blessing and woes stuff to this and told those who were still listening to love each other, to love their enemies, to give without expectation, and to bring the economy of the kingdom of God in all that they do. Love your enemies, he implored. Do good to those who are terrible to you. Do not repay evil for evil. At the time, suggestions like that were ridiculous. They still seem ridiculous today. But at that time, it would have been so antithetical to any world, re- world view. Retri- retri- retributive, <laughs> retributive, <laughs> that's a tongue twister. Justice was upheld as God's way. It's like, this is what God does, this is what we do. And Jesus' teaching and his way of life challenged all of it. It's still hard words to receive. We're human, slow learners, and like our ancestors for thousands and thousands of years, we react to violence, negativity, and anger in the same way when those things are directed toward us. It's like a knee-jerk reaction. But our texts this morning remind us that we are not trapped. We do not have to be a part of the escalating violence of an eye for an eye that leaves the whole world blind, as Gandhi said. We do not have to respond with anger, hate, or violence when it's directed toward us. It is not an inevitability. We can choose, like Joseph did, to have it end with us. You have the power of God's love in your heart. And you can turn the tide and do your part to heal the world that has been plagued by hate for millennia. Jesus' death and new life revealed that (laughs) retributive justice, I'm just not going to say that word anymore, is as worthless as anything next to the power of the resurrection of Jesus. It reminds us in no uncertain terms that love wins. And if love hasn't won, it's not over. We live in the already and the not yet. In between Jesus' resurrection and Jesus' second coming. In between the revealing and the full implementation of the kingdom of God. In this meantime, we are called to do our little parts. To create the conditions of God's kingdom wherever we are. And part of that is stopping violence, hate, and revenge in its tracks. It can end with you, with me. And it starts right in here, in each of our hearts. We cannot control what happens to us. We cannot control what other people do. We cannot control how messed up the world is and whether those poor people in the Ukraine will have to send their children to their grandparents' house and take up arms. We can't control the polarization of everything and the hate and violence that surrounds us. We can control where we get our information from. And I'm not talking about news sources here. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit of God, the God of all hope. I'm talking about the difference between what the culture thinks 
and what we know about all being God's children. I'm talking about the difference between a culture right now so embedded in us versus them that it almost requires having an enemy to have an opinion anymore. It's not okay. God is not the God of either or. God is the God of both and, of frustrating forgiveness and revolutionary equity, of enemies becoming friends and hearts turning from stone to flesh, of trusting people that you wanted to fight and moving into a new future. God tells us there is no us in them. It doesn't exist. We all belong to God. We get to choose to flow in God's love and spirit, first in our hearts, and then naturally allowing that to flow out into the world, becoming people who, like Joseph, can see the God thread through anything and choose to speak to the truth of that. Healing, peace, hope, resurrection, reconciliation. And not go forward with the revenge and violence that might be expected or even endorsed. What would it look, for, look, what would it look like for us, for each of us, to walk in the world in this way? To seek healing, peace, and identify our hearts in God's love first and allow that to flow into every relationship, every interaction, every disagreement, every argument. My friend Terry that y'all met, he likes, he likes to talk about emotional Tai Chi. When somebody's coming at you hard with something, just be like, whoo, I'm just going to let that flow past me and then I'm going to come back with love. What? if we were these kinds of world changers who ended violence first in our own hearts, our own minds, our own lives, and then did our part to bring the kingdom of God every place we stepped. I'm sure there's a relationship where you can choose peace and reconciliation today. Do it. This does not mean you accept abuse. Sometimes the only way towards peace is setting hard boundaries, but we can find a way forward that does not escalate violence even when we need to set boundaries. Every day, it could end with us. You have been transformed by the risen Christ. All things are possible for you. What if the violence, the animosity, the division, the hate, what if it ended with us? Amen.